0: We're talking about sleep's the sciences today on the Fuzz Club. And I felt like sleep was gonna be a, a big one, maybe a bit too much for us to to chew on. So I'm glad we're starting with the sciences, not dope smoker. But one day. Doing sleep nonetheless today. So big episode. Uh, before we get rolling, let's do some quick intros. Eddie, if you want to kick us off.
1: I'm Eddie from Lords of the Opium Church and The Endless.
0: Chris?
2: I'm Chris from the band Ox.
3: And I'm Blake from IWAS. Right on. So, Sleep.
0: Um, This album came out in 2018 on 420, for what it's worth, Uh, on Third Man Records, which I thought was a little interesting. Uh, I don't know how he hooked up with Jack White or how that partnership came about, but I thought it was kind of interesting. interesting They've been comment. playing all
3: other stuff for, for several years. Because for, for a while, uh, do, do you want me to do the, the sleep history spiel? <laughs> Maybe not the whole sleep history, but... Yeah, uh, well, yeah. So Dope Smoker happens, it gets released finally by Southern Lord, the, the label that's run by Stephen O'Malley and Greg Anderson. Um, because the label they had recorded it under... Just was like fuck this
0: because
3: mm-hmm. uh, their A and R guy left, um, and so it was released as Jerusalem, which is how I first heard Sleep was Jerusalem actually. Um, and then Southern Lord was putting out everything, and then they switched over to Third Man Records, and they've been putting out their stuff for I guess like five years now. Okay, so I like what's Dope Smoker vinyl re-release was a Third Man Records uh, release.
0: Yeah. I mean, I know that, that Jack White has a, a affinity for vinyl and whatnot, and and people that listen to Sleep do as well. So I get that, but that's that's about where the the, the comparison ends for me. I, I, it was just a weird combination. I, I've never heard Jack White to be into Sleep type music or anything. I just thought that was strange. I cool. Think he's got pretty eclectic
2: yeah. taste, from from yeah. what I understand. Like he's all over the map. Like he, he listens to hip hop. He listens to like. Garage rock, you list know, the
0: countries you know, sure. pretty yeah. eclectic. Yeah, so then the other thing that I thought was interesting was actually after the Sciences came out, "Leagues Beneath" was uh, another single that came out, and it was released through Adult Swim. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Like, like Sleep is this band that's like super underground in most regards. That most people that I would talk to would have no idea who they are. Never heard of these albums. But they're being released on third man which to me is a, a pretty well-known label and adult Swim which is just like I don't know stoned college kids maybe I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> you know so uh, anyway it, I think it just goes to show that that sleep has their like this huge presence outside of even just what we're talking about stoner metal or whatever but like within that, that world doom and stoner metal and stuff it's just like gigantic and and kind of beyond a lot of the stuff that we we're normally talking about but not quite hitting that height of like like mastodon and stuff some of the other bands that we've we've touched on a, a few times like if i mentioned mastodon to someone they'd be like oh i've heard of them don't know their music but i get it if i mentioned yeah. sleep or even matt pike they'd be like no fucking clue what you're talking about
3: they might with high on fire they won a grammy sure maybe
2: who's Who's the guitarist from Mastodon again? There's, there's Brent, Brent Hines. Is Brent Hines the...
3: and Bill Kelleher, I think, is the other one. Yeah.
2: So, so Brent Hines and, and uh, Matt Pike are buddies. I know that.
3: True. Yeah. That, that is part of it. Yeah, true. That Yeah, they are our buddies, which is cool. <clears throat> so well, all right, anyway, they, they all kind of come from similar backgrounds. Like, as, as I might be wrong on this, but I think a lot of those guys were into, like, punk and hardcore and that kind of music and... And then they kind of slow down. Okay.
0: So this is the first album since what, 2003? Is that when?
3: That's when the, the Dope Smoker release was. Mm-hmm.
0: So um, what do you know about that hiatus? And what, what brought them back for the sciences? Is there any story there?
3: So based on my understanding, like it, it kind of falls apart. Uh, just after they finish recording dope smoker when the label is just like we don't want this anymore
0: mm-hmm.
3: <clears throat> and so pike goes and he forms high on fire and eventually um al and the original drummer chris hackius form ohm mm-hmm. and honestly those two bands were just very busy for yeah for that that entire time period i mean you had you had a lot of albums coming out especially from high on fire i mean high on fire has like close to 10 albums i'd say by now yeah um
0: for as big as sleep is i mean it seems like high on fire did just fine if not arguably bigger if not like maybe not quite as cultural like
3: uh like impactful as sleep but bigger of a band for sure I, I think the one thing about sleep versus High on Fire is that I, I don't know that High on Fire has a Dragonot, where like most people have heard that whether they were into skateboarding, whether they saw Gummo, you know, all all this stuff like played Tony Hawk. I think um, you know Dragonot is a is a a major song of the '90s. You yeah. know. F-
2: funny story about Dragonot. I got to throw in here. I was in college and up in Canada, our our MTV was called much music. It was our version of it. And I was uh, in college uh, smoking weed by myself on the couch and Dragonaut came on the video and I was like, Holy fuck, this is so good. And then it ended and it said, you know, like it used to say in the nineties at the bottom left, it would say like, you know, the band and the song title. And I was like, Oh, the band's called sleep. How am I going to forget that? And then, Lo and behold, I went to remember and I could not fucking remember the name of the goddamn band. <laughs> and like 15, 20 years went by. No, probably, probably, yeah, 15 years. And then I had already gotten into like all the stoner rock and everything. And I just never came across that song and finally saw the video. And I was like, I was brought right back to that same place and sitting in the basement. Smoking
3: weed, <laughs> I'm so happy! I finally found it. I, mean, I, I have the exact same model amp that's in the beginning of that music video. That's such a, yeah, you know, it's oh, nice. an influential video.
2: Delaney,
3: yeah,
1: nice.
0: All right, so after each member does their own thing, goes to on to be very successful, kind of without sleep dope smokers kind of like this underground success right like a cult yeah. album kind Great. of right so what brings them back to the studio at this point do you know
3: that i don't know by this point chris uh the original drummer chris hack Hackius, i believe is how you pronounce his last name he'd retired and um when they came back together they had uh, their new drummer jason i believe his last name is pronounced reader um if i'm remembering right is from neurosis i think you're right um which really has in my opinion a profound effect on this album um that was one of the things when i was really doing a deep listen to this because i i listened to dope smoker last weekend uh just to kind of get some context for myself again because it had been a while um and then I started listening to the sciences, and it the, the difference in drumming is very noticeable and it changes the sound. So I don't know why specifically they came together. They could have gotten an offer for a really big paycheck, and I probably would have taken it too. Mm-hmm. Um, it could have also been that they just wanted to do this kind of thing again because ohm and high on fire are very different things. Right. Yeah, they are. I
0: mean, they're all wildly different, all three yeah. bands, really. And I I remember like in 2018, I'm, you know, I'm still kind of like new to a lot of this kind of music, still kind of like finding a lot of bands at that time. I'm quickly aware of the importance of sleep. But it's not exactly my thing. I mean, listening to Holy Mountain, I think first and just being like, I'm not this just sounds like kind of dated to me. So I'm not quite sure why it's such a big album, but being like, okay, well, that's a big one. That's a a monumental album. Okay, move on. And then around that time is when this album came out and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, it's been so long. Like what, what what weird timing, you know? But there is, and I've said it before, but there's kind of like been this resurgence of like stoner metal and and all that kind of stuff. So I wonder, you know, again, if it's just one of those bands that are like, Hey, you think it's time to get back in there and, and do another album? And they decided to. So, when this album comes out, I mean, it sounds like a lot of people loved it. It was received well. Um, obviously, it's going to be hard to follow up an album like Dope Smoker. But your thoughts on the quality of the sciences comparatively.
2: For, for me, production wise, it's probably my favorite sleep album. I think it, the the recording is phenomenal um you can hear all the spectrum of all of the sound it sounds massive and you can hear unlike a lot of recordings in stoner metal like you can hear a lot of separation in the instruments even though it's this giant wall of sound you can really hear a lot of bass guitar and and the drums and it's like not hard to pick those things out uh and it's 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 unique to me like in that you know uh it, it, in that sound like compared to a lot of albums where and, and the playing i mean it's phenomenal obviously but
3: but recording wise just quality recording i think it's it's phenomenal yeah i mean it, it's probably my second favorite sleep album um i i always put dope smoker first it's just it's been i've always enjoyed it more you know i i first heard it as jerusalem Then I heard it as Dope Smoker and I loved it even more, you know, it's always going to be first, but the sciences is a really interesting record. You know, like it's got a lot going on for it. Um, It's more approachable. It's probably their. I would say it's the most accessible record they've probably made. Holy mountain in some ways might be more accessible. Um, the songs are shorter. Yeah, <clears throat> you know, you've got like some 12 minute songs on on the sciences. <laughs> um, so pretty short song. Short yeah, short form expressions of artistic thought. Uh, but I, I just think that what they're doing is a lot more palatable. There's a lot more at least to my ear there's a lot more solos, which is always going to to catch a different you know kind of fan um you know cuz in like stoner metal and doom and i mean stoner rock has plenty of solos but you know stoner metal and doom is is it's not a ton per se yeah. it's more about the the riff, the groove um so they're doing things here and but it doesn't come off as you know that that evil adage of selling out or anything like that it doesn't sound well, like they were trying to make a a hit record or appeal to the general masses per se. It sounds like they were actually just having fun playing this music again for the first time since Holy mountain.
0: Yeah. And I think that that's the only way that an album that follows dope smoker is successful because if it feels forced or if it feels like they're following dope smoker and they're very aware of that, it's going to, it's not going to have the same effect to me. It did feel like they're just doing what they do or whether it was, five years later, 10 years later, 20 years later, you know, it felt like they were enjoying it and they were making a new sleep record because they felt like it, not because they were like, well, we should, we had dope smoker, we should, you know, come out with a new one or whatever. So I think that comes off. I think that, I think you feel that, you get that vibe a little bit.
2: One thing about the solos and and the playing, uh, especially from Al and Matt, because I'm not super familiar with um, neurosis. I've heard the stuff, but I, I can't really make too much of a comment on it but the the playing from al and and matt on this album to me it's noticeable that they've evolved as players like uh they've always been great players but the solos that matt pulls off in those bass lines are are excellent and uh and you can really hear like the the maturity in the playing so um, it takes a, the solos evolve in a really unique and interesting way and you can really hear like Matt's signature guitar sound and and guitar, like choices of phrasing and notes and stuff, which I really, I think I have to say that Scientist is my favorite Sleep album. And and I am a sucker for like, for, you know, a compact, well-written, you know, song and and, and section. And it has a lot of that. I love Dope Smoker, don't get me wrong. And it's got a kind of a unique place in my heart. Um, But if I was to have to choose one of their albums, it would be this one for sure. And I think a lot of it is just the the playing is killer. The songs are really good. And it gets better every time I listen to it. I probably probably it's probably been like two years, three years since I've given it a really deep listen. And I've listened to it twice now in the last like three days and really enjoyed it.
3: Yeah, it aged well.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
2: That's a good album. album.
0: Sorry, go ahead,
1: Eddie. Uh, this uh, this is the first album from sleep that I really like dug into.
3: Like I got into
1: the stoner rock scene a bit later, like in my late 20s and stuff. And first I started digging into all these bands and Sleep was like so well-known, like kind of just like put them aside because I, I knew like they would be there. To, I'll hear them anyway, so I'll check out the other bands first. And whenever they hear Sleep, I couldn't really grasp onto it as easily as the other bands. So I just kept on putting it aside. And until now, like this album it's, it's grown on me a lot and becoming a bigger fan than what I was. Especially like the song, like the botanist is kind of a, has like a cleaner. I figured that would be your favorite song on the record. Yeah. It it, it separates from the rest of the songs, like just from like drawing on the open notes and stuff. And I like it. It's good. So
0: how much do you think of like the success of an album like The Sciences is based off of just the reputation of sleep and the reputation of Matt Pike and the lore and the legend surrounding their members and dope smoker and how much money they spent on weed when recording these Mm -hmm. albums and how much of that plays into people just going like, yeah, it's fucking awesome. It's, it's sleep. And if, if this album came out under a different band name, some no name band that no one's ever heard of with no players that anyone's ever heard of,
3: how well do you think an album like this would be received? I mean, I think it would go badly because they would sound like sleep. And because these, these, well, I mean, these are like defining records. Yeah. Okay. Or a, a, a yeah. genre, you know, yeah. you know, it, it's. it's <clears throat> like, so what? So yeah. then in, to that point,
0: then what about the sleep sound is so special, so memorable to everyone that they're just like obsessed.
3: So like the defining features of it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What, what makes it so special? Uh, you, you know, like as someone that doesn't listen to a lot of sleep or is, you know, I don't know, fairly new to it, I guess, y- you know, reading about it, I start to understand it more hearing them talk about it. I start to understand it more, but going in blindly to sleep, I feel like it's a bad idea. Y- you go like, eh, it's just, it's just, it's fine. It's, it's okay. But like for me- knowing kind of the point and how you're supposed to be kind of like in this daze, while you're listening to it and, and that kind of stuff, like it starts to make a lot more sense to me. So I just wonder like what the reception is if, if there wasn't all this like myth around everybody in sleep.
1: So for,
2: for me, like I, I think, you know, the same thing that makes Black Sabbath so uh, popular, you know, all those magical kind of uh, musical things for one, and then just the, the imagery and the, and the sound, the overall sound and the songwriting like I think that sleep is a, a an extension of Black Sabbath in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. where they they you can hear the influence, but also sleep has their own thing. But I think the same thing that people love about Sabbath, they kind of love about sleep. The the heavy riffs, the
3: big you know guitar sound, the tone, the, what's that? The fucking tone. The like, tone of everything. Fucking, yeah. The imagery. Like, yeah. I mean, the story of Dope Smoker is, like, one of those things that people just, like, joke around and talk about with their their square buddies, you know? Um, And Matt Pike's, you know, guitar tone with Sleep. Like, I, I love High on Fire, and probably more people listen to High on Fire than listen to Sleep. But there's no comparison in my eyes to Pike's, like, Sleep tone on especially Dope Smoker and the Sciences. There's... It's it's just the tone, like you just hear it, and it's this just pure, loud, aggressive warmth. Absolutely,
1: um,
3: you know, and and like Al's vocals are not for everyone. Um, well, that's the that's
0: the biggest difference between them and Black Sabbath. I mean, you know, <laughs> comparing Ozzy to to the Sleep vocals is just you know,
3: yeah, yeah, few, yeah, yeah few, of course, but. But he also kind of opened up different territories, just like John Garcia with, you know, early Caius, you know, he's kind of taking some, you know, he's not always hitting the mark, but he's at least pushing things and pushing boundaries and saying like, why not try this? Al vocals are like that. Mm -hmm. And they're, they're very much driven around hypnotism and the content of the lyrics.
2: And I, I like how he's not afraid to throw in some humor
3: in there. Oh yeah, I mean, sleep is funny. The
2: lyrics are great. They're like, what was the one lyric about an Iomian planet or something like
3: that? Yeah, yeah, I, that's in Giza Butler, I believe. I was going to say, uh, just the the song name Giza Butler is just awesome. I mean, everything about this album they they're they're saying like clearly this is a tribute to Sabbath, mm-hmm. you know, uh, without so- it
2: being a ripoff. Like it's 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 got its comparisons but it doesn't sound like black sabbath but you can hear how they listen to a lot of black sabbath yeah
3: Yeah, we've done other bands on this podcast that sound much more like black sabbath yeah Yeah, i would say so yeah sleep yeah So, so
2: to answer your question though i think it is it's that intangible thing that people love about sabbath they also love about sleep and it's something that hits you in your gut and hits you in your heart And it hits you like kind of in the fantasy part of your brain, you know, where it's like, it takes you somewhere. Yeah. And it's hard to really say why. It's hard to put your finger on it, but you know it when you feel it. And I think all
0: those other things surrounding sleep that made them so interesting was like just the, the love of weed more than just about everyone else. (laughs) And that's, that's saying something in a genre called stoner metal. I mean, that's, that's really saying something, but the name of the songs, you know, the, the, stories behind the albums and and, uh, how long it took them to record the album and all the the shit around it was like really interesting and enticing. And then like, you know, years ago, like I said, like, you know, trying to listen to Holy Mountain, I was like, oh, all right. (laughs) And then I was almost let down because I had heard so much about all of it. But it's I get it, you know, to a certain extent. And I they are unique in their own way. But I'm just curious, like, what it is musically that that draws
3: people into it so it's kind of like is master of reality your favorite sabbath record then you probably love sleep <clears throat> it's I'm, the same I,
2: I comment the other day someone said something about the first floor first four black sabbath albums which one's the best and i said my comment was that they're all better than each other so yeah. uh but yeah I, I agree with you master of reality and sleep very much correlated
3: yeah, like is Sweet Leaf one of your top five Sabbath songs? You dig sleep. It
2: you might not know yet, but you I don't dig know
3: sleep. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> I think it is. I mean, Sweet Leaf is the first is kind sweetleaf and children of the grave are kind of like the first Doom and Stoner Metal songs, you know, if you really want to trace the genealogy. And, and this album, I mean, the artwork of the vinyl, like the inserts and in And like, if, when you open it, it's all just tributes to Black Sabbath and things like yeah. that. Like they're, they're very clear in, in their, their worship of this stuff. True. And and so that's why I think Chris's parallel of like, what do you find that ephemeral, interesting allure of Black Sabbath? It's, it's a similar kind of ephemeral allure when it comes to. It's, sleep.
2: it's an escape. It's a, it's a sensory escape you crank up the sciences to like the, the loudest your stereo can handle, it takes you somewhere and yeah. n- you don't even have to be high. I mean, you can be totally sober and it's, it's like a drug in, unto itself.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing that I started to kind of realize with like diving into this record was more like it puts you in a state of mind. It's not just like, Tunes, you know, it's not just like songs, it's like you're supposed to like feel it's escaping reality, like, like listening to it, you know, like it's supposed to take you somewhere else, and then it then it starts to make more sense. And maybe I'm just not uh stoned enough, but I like I start to understand it a little bit more. <laughs> yeah,
2: it, it's definitely it's mind trip music, I think.
1: Yeah, the vocals like, are very like, like hypnotic and put you in a. With that trance style. And I can yeah. see like, like Matt Pike he always does the, the trill technique. And that's kind of like a, a tribute to Tony Iommi there because he does that a lot too. Yeah. Sure. Blake, did you, did you bring the
0: the vinyl? I know we talked about it. Did I you? Yeah, i grab it super quick. Okay, sure, yeah. Yeah, I'll be right back.
2: I feel sad. I have yet to see Sleep live, but I, I really want to. Okay.
0: Yeah. In the... It's it's one of those things where I go like this has got to be quite the experience in person like it's got it's got to really fucking like take you there whatever whatever that feeling is of like escaping a little bit into the music on on record has
3: got to be like a hundredfold when you're there at the show. Yeah, I saw them on the fourth year anniversary of this record coming out, and it was incredible. It was it it's it's truly
0: immersive. Yeah, I bet. I mean, and that's, you know, I I I don't know how it compares to like
3: seeing Ohm or something in in person, but like it it's it's very different. I've seen Ohm, I've seen High on Fire, and I've seen Sleep. Yeah. Um oh, Ohm is very spiritual and trance-like. Sleep is very sleepy. Um <laughs> <laughs> They it's have a trance-like sp- they have like a a
0: trance-like quality, but it, it it's very different from
3: But um, like everyone's different. like kind of moving. You know, yeah. Yeah. It, it's yeah. not like a bunch of just people who are so stoned out of their minds. That they just can't move. Right. It's like the entire crowd is nodding in time the entire time. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then High on Fire is just like this aggressive brutality.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. that that makes more sense. That's that's like metal music. I get that.
3: I get what that's like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, here is the uh, the vinyl for the sciences. Yeah.
0: I, I tried to find a little bit more information about the artist behind this, and it was not well, easy. They're
3: doing a, like a lot of the figurines, and I guess they just took pictures of them. Oh, really? Yeah. So you have that, and then you have on the back, it's like a smoking bowl. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and uh, and then in the insert, I, I that was how I found out more about it was model craft and photography by him and then layout and compositing by someone named Josh Graham. Yeah, I saw Josh Graham. I wasn't, I wasn't um, sure. So I guess they like actually made these models. But the other part that's really cool is uh, the inside. It's a gatefold. And so there's all these like hidden uh, elements like the butter is called butler, like geezer butler. Bill Ward is on the milk. Tony Iommi is uh, on the toast. You can see his face. Oh, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I always forget where Ozzy is. I can't remember. But yeah, like the whole the whole thing is very much a uh, oh, weird. A, a all, I, I haven't seen that before. That's cool. Yeah, it's yeah. very very cool. Like there 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 was some intentionality in there.
0: Yeah. That's the thing, though, is like on the surface, Sleep seems like this serious doom stoner metal band, and there's so much humor, kind of like just beneath the surface, from lyrics to to song titles to just putting that in the in the gatefold. Like, I don't know, I, I like that.
2: It's funny because, like, I'd say probably eight out of ten pictures you see of Matt Pike, he's laughing or smiling. Like, he looks like just super happy guy. Yeah. Yeah, and, and Al's beard is so big, you can't tell if he's smiling or not, but they just, they seem like the kind of guys that enjoy life.
0: Yeah. So as far as this album goes, um, how do you think it compares? I guess we kind of talked about how it compares to, to the Holy mountain and dope smoker a little bit, but you know, they're, they're kind of hitting the right direction. Is this is the direction you want to see them go, or what could you think they could improve upon or do next?
3: I don't know if they're going to do anything more no you don't think so i don't know like they they they're pretty non-committal about it you know i saw i it's with sleep it's kind of like if you see them and it's the last like i saw them the last stop of their last tour it's like was that the last sleep show i don't know Yeah. you know so would i like to see more of the sciences sure i mean hell yeah it's it's a truly satisfying record
0: yeah, it's not a bad way to go out. I mean, they have quite the legacy built, even with just a, a few albums. It's um I think they've they've created that legacy and kept it pretty well.
3: Yeah, I mean they the There there were two guitarists on the first, I think two sleep albums. Or maybe just the first one. Um, so that's like a different phase, and then Holy Mountain is its own phase you know dope smokers its own phase and the sciences and the clarity and the leagues beneath are kind of another sound so they've i mean they've done a lot they've continually redefined what their genre is yeah and like what the the sound of the moment for that subgenre
0: is for someone that hasn't listened to sleep before and is maybe just getting into stoner metal and Wants to dip their toes into this giant fucking thing called sleep is the sciences a pretty good album to to recommend them
3: starting with? I think most people start with Holy Mountain, um, just because it was kind of seminal. Mm-hmm. But sciences is, is I don't know if I'd say catchier, um, but. It, for for me i it was
0: more digestible for me i it's yeah. been a long time since i've listened to Holy mountain but just based on what i remember this one was a little bit more digestible
3: i mean I, I i think it's eminently digestible you you can have a good time to it you can fall asleep to it you know you can work out to it it's it's got a little bit of everything
0: mm-hmm All right. What else about the science? Is anything?
3: Uh, I just want to say that I went into this thinking that Marijuana's theme was my favorite uh, song on the album. Still number two, but I think Giza Butler has now taken its place. That, that song, I, I probably listened to it about five times today when I was kind of taking final notes. Yeah. An Arcticans thought just makes me kind of smile every time
0: I even think about it. Listening to like the lyrics of it and just the whole concept, but just the fact that you would even call a song "An Arcticans thought" it's such a fucking mouthful. And I'm like, the fact that they didn't give a shit—they're just like, yeah, that's what it is. We're going to call it that. It's it's really funny to me for some reason.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think the first single from the—I think there was only one single from this, and it was, it was either Sonic Titan or Marijuana's Theme, and those are long fucking songs. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah Giza so, Butler and the Buttons is probably my favorite on the on the album. Yeah, I had a hard time getting getting through Antarctic and Star though. Really, <laughs> I skipped that one. <laughs> 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 That's fair.
3: I love that song. I, I I just think it's it it's a complete album. You know. Like for me, at least, I I can listen to it start to finish, and I'm there's not generally a time that I'm like, all right, let's kind of let's get moving. Um, You know, it feels it's a it's a very grounding album, and it makes you feel very present. Yeah, I
0: felt like you know this. Some of these sleep albums are so big, and Dope Smoker is such a huge album that I was like. I'm going to have to like sit down, maybe get stoned, listen to this thing. It's got to be like this experience. But I listened to the sciences while I was working out the last couple of days. And it's even good for that.
3: Yeah, (laughs) that's what I did today. (laughs) Yeah, and and that's kind of rare in this space.
0: Yeah, I mean, believe me, I've put on a few of the albums we've even talked about. And I go, this one's probably not best for working out. And then sometimes I'm like, all right, that wasn't too bad. But this one, this one was good. I can do that.
3: Yeah, it's a little lighter than what I normally listen to while I work out, but... I... <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. Well, anything that we've left out as far as sleep and the sciences go? I know that we could probably fill a few episodes on on sleep and sleep albums, but I don't want to leave anything out for the sciences itself.
1: Your first album art for
0: i've done a couple of those yeah it's an it's an easy one to parody it's it's almost too easy (laughs) i did uh, a homer simpson one i did uh i did peeps for easter actually peeps was like the very first one that i ever created for for slightly fuzz i think it was like the first parody album i ever did oh (laughs) chris anything else did we did we forget anything as far as the sciences go
1: Sorry, I
2: kind of my phone overheated there. I was I was sitting in the sun. Um, I don't know what you talked about at the end there, but no, it's it's a great album. Um, I'm I'm glad that we did this because it kind of reintroduced me to the album, and I there's just so much fucking great underground music right now that I don't know if I would have gotten back to this album. So now that I have, I think it's going to be on my playlist for a bit because uh, I forgot how fucking great the solos are, and um, I I might be. Uh, trying to learn some of those, like some bits to throw in some ox stuff. So
0: nice.
2: Kudos to sleep. And let's ho- I hope we hear more of them. I don't know if we will, but it would be cool. And I would love to see them live. So come to yeah. Toronto sleep. Fucking. I want to see you guys up here.
0: Yeah. I, if they, if they come back to Chicago, I would definitely try to make that show. And um, it's been a few years. I would welcome a new sleep album. That'd be
3: fun to talk about. It would definitely change a lot of things. I feel like, cause I, I feel like when sleep, releases an album it kind of influences the next at least couple years of a lot of bands they they do have that power to
0: do that which is just kind of goes back to what i was talking about i mean they're like they're just like such this this force in in stoner metal i
2: think one one thing um i noticed about sleep is like they have the imagery is uh and stop me if you guys talked about this but the imagery is kind of fantastical and cosmic not so much a cult where mm-hmm. you know where I I would like to see them do their take on more of a Sabbath occult kind of evil thing, just to hear what that would sound like.
0: Yeah. It's an interesting thought for sure. Because they're mm-hmm. they're not really. I don't get that that evil vibe from them.
2: No. But but I think they could pull it off if they wanted to. Yeah. And I and I'd also like to hear uh, Matt do some vocals on some sleep stuff.
3: That'd be cool. That'd be weird. It would, yeah. <laughs> Some, some weird Matt Pike yelling while, while uh, Al Cisneros chants something. <laughs> totally, yeah.
2: Or, you know, like I think Al has the ability to sing kind of higher melodic stuff like like in Dragonaut. And, yeah. uh, and I think I would like to hear more of that as well because I think it sounds great. And I think there's a reason that song is so big is the vocals sound really good on
3: it. And uh, you don't hear a
2: lot of that style of vocal on their other stuff.
3: Yeah, every album kind of has its own vocal approach.
2: But I, I love that song still and I mean it's it's just a solid fucking song.
0: All right. Any final words?
3: Listen to it on vinyl. Okay. All hell sleep. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, Eddie, you want to tell us uh, what you're up to?
1: Um, the the analyst has a gig uh, July 22nd at Black Bar. We're um, going to a studio in August to do our album. Cool. Nice. Chris? Oh, yeah. uh, well,
2: I recently um, dropped an announcement there that Blake and I have a, uh, our bands have a split coming out in August. Yeah. It's exciting. Uh, awesome. it's, it's called, uh, the Eastern scrolls. It's, so it's a split album, uh, one song each. Um, and it's based on the life and times, uh, and amazingness of the mystic, uh, Helena, Helena Blavatsky, who is a, a really cool, um, and interesting person to do some research on. So real looking forward to that. Uh, and, and maybe you know if, if there's a chance we could have a little discussion about that at some point on here there's some really cool stuff to uh, to be told um, Yeah. other than that we've got a bunch of shows coming up we have a show tomorrow with a band called Tumble from Toronto, another band called Cannabis and a band called Ivy Gardens in Hamilton so come check that out if you can and I guess it will be have been over by the time this comes out but if That's you're right. there, awesome other than that, check our socials we got lots of shows coming up and lots of stuff on the horizon cool
0: blake how do you feel about us talking about your music directly to your face i mean that a good good
3: idea? Idea? probably what you say behind my back
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: i would love a roast episode if you guys want to roast ox i would fucking love that
3: <laughs> yes what a yeah. good idea doing that's like yes i want to do like a whole series of roasts that would be a blast <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, I uh, I had a really good time working on this with uh, with Ox, and I'm really excited for people to hear it. You know, they're they're expansive songs. They're supposed to be, because we were we were going for something very particular. You know, I mean, I, I don't I can't think of any other concept splits. You know, and then the, the songs do kind of tell a story together, so it's pretty cool. Uh, besides that, announced uh, Pablo Anton from Demons My Friends is now joining IWAS. So super excited about that. Um, and then uh, got a lot more news coming on the horizon that I'll uh, disclose when I can.
0: Right on. All right, everybody go check out Sleep the Sciences. Later. Yeah.